0: Greetings from the pumpkin patch and welcome Halloweeniacs to the jack-o'-lantern press podcast on the weird network where we discuss monsters and Halloween. My name is Michael Picarella, And my name's Tom Picarella. It's Monster Monday when Tom and I briefly profile a monster of the week. I'll give a short history, Tom will share strengths and weaknesses, then we'll mention a few cool related items and list some movies and shows that feature the creature. This Monday's monster, The Magic Book.
1: Nectar. Nickel. Come home or make thyself known.
0: (laughs) What you're listening to there are sounds and music from 1993's Hocus Pocus, 1992's Army of Darkness, and magic books working their, well, magic. Um, but it's January, the month of dark magic, and Tom and I just returned from the elegant private magicians' society building in the gaslight quarter of downtown Transylvania, where we were enjoying Marcello the magi. The- Roll sound, Rolling. sound production, take two. Where we were enjoying Marcello the magicians. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, well, we were enjoying Marcello the Magician's annual month of magic conference. Um, Every night between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m. from December 31st through next Monday, January 31st, wizards and witches, tricksters and fortune tellers, medicine men and magicians, and sorcerers of all sorts go to this annual event to prepare the magic you'll find on Halloween night. All those thrills and chills you experience evil spells cast upon you, monstrous beings that go bump in the night, and all the tricks and treats to be had. It's all there to be seen at that convention. This year, Tom and I came across a special exhibit dedicated to books of magic, various spellbrooks or grimoires, creepy comic books with tales from the crypt that come to life, and the Necronomicon itself. Uh, But Tom, of all the things we saw at the month of Magic Conference, that exhibit on Magic Books made you want to do a Monster Monday episode on them. So I wanted to ask you, like, what was it about these books that, well, first of all, make them an actual monster to qualify for a Monster Monday, and then what made you want to do an episode on Magic Books?
1: Well, first off, I mean, even is a book considered a monster? I don't know, but... There's I think it can be if it's alive well the thing is the thing is well it does depend it does depend on what you're considering as as being you know like a monster if you have the definition, but I mean honestly, I think I looked at it in a different sort of perspective of it it is the book that makes the monster, so if somebody because we're, we're kind of doing this monster Monday on it's, it's books of magic, but mainly a uh, grimoire. And we're going to say this wrong through the whole podcast. Yeah, so I think
0: people... it's grimoire, grimoire. Grimoire. I think. Something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Something
0: like that. Grimoire.
1: But I like, grimoire. I'm going to just refer to it as, as a grimoire because it's easier to say. So I'll probably, you know, piss some people off and, uh, sorry about that. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, um, I, I was, I was really excited about this convention this year because they did emphasize a little bit more on, you know, the magic, uh, of books. And so I got excited. So as we were looking through all these different spell books and, and all sorts of of goodies, one that came, uh, across my, my, uh, my view was um, and this is an actual book that you can go and buy it's called uh, Pathfinder secrets of magic um, and it obviously is the game Pathfinder it's a tabletop game and I, I'm trying to look this up but I think this just came out I think they just released um, released this book and I'm trying to find the uh, the cost of it I don't think it depends. It also depends on which version you get. I think it's twenty dollars and seventy cents on Amazon. Um, and I'm almost positive that this this just came out. So when I when I was thumbing through this guide, I, I first off I definitely purchased it because I was just excited. the cover looked neat. You're never supposed to judge a book by its cover, but I do it all the time. Um, but this thing this thing was neat and as I was thumbing through, yeah let's see here release date was july 23rd 2021 so it didn't just come out but it definitely uh it definitely is is a recent sort of of book but as i was thumbing through it i came across if anybody has this book on uh on page 162 there is a section on grimoires and as i was uh, as i was reading through this i was getting more and more excited just about the 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 look of the grimoire what it does what it entails and then when i was sitting there thinking about it i was like you know what we need to do a monster monday on this on this because to me this is this is books of magic have to be a monster because they in every single movie that I could think of, there's always some sort of ancient book that gives somebody power or gives something power, and they would they wouldn't even have it if it wasn't for these books of magic. So that's what got me pumped about it. That makes sense.
0: But when we as we get into uh, more about it, we'll find out how some of these books are actually alive. But um, yeah, as stated earlier, January is the month of dark magic. And um, just to learn a little bit more about that, about January, Tom and I did a past podcast episode on what this month means to Halloweeniacs. So if you go back into our archive, it is episode 26. It's called January's Dark Magic. And we'll we'll give a link in the show notes so you can check it out. But it's definitely worth um, taking a listen to uh, because we do talk about why this month is the month of dark magic um but anything else tom uh to inter introduce before we we get into before i get into the history section of of uh magic books no let's let's uh
1: let's dig in
0: all right so without further ado let's crack open this magic book in front of us and let's dig in All right, so as far as history or mythology of this grimoire, um, I I was looking at many different places and pulling from what I have seen in movies and all that, but there was actually just, believe it or not, from Wikipedia, there was just a good description of a grimoire. So I'm going to read straight from it. And it basically, it's this grimoire or grimoire, however you want to pronounce it, also known as Book of Spells, or a spell book. Um, And it's a textbook of magic, typically including instructions on how to create magical objects like talismans or amulets, how to perform magical spells, charms, and divination, and how to summon or invoke supernatural entities such as angels, spirits, deities, and demons. In many cases, the books themselves are believed to be imbued by, or sorry, imbued with magical powers. Although in many cultures, other sacred texts are not grimoires, such as the Bible, um, but have been believed to have supernatural properties intrinsically. The only contents found in a grimoire. Would be information on spells, rituals, the preparation of magic tools, and lists of ingredients and their magical correspondences. In this manner, which are sorry, in this manner, while all books on magic could be thought of as grimoires, not all magic magical books should be thought of as grimoires. While the term grimoire is originally European, and many Europeans thought uh, throughout history, particularly ceremonial magicians and cunning folk, have used grimoires, the historian Owen Davies noted that similar books can be found all around the world, ranging from Jamaica to Sumatra. He also noted that in this sense, the world's first grimoires were created in Europe and the ancient Near East. Now I also looked up the nec, <clears throat> excuse me, the Necronomicon, um, and again, you could pull from various movies and so many different places. But I found just a simple, simple history and background on Wikipedia again. So I'm just going to read from that. And the Necronomicon, um, also referred to as the Book of the Dead, um, or or under a purported original Arabic title of Kitab al-Azif, is a fictional grimoire, so the Necronomicon is actually considered a grimoire, Um, appearing in stories by the horror writer H.P. Lovecraft and his followers. It was first mentioned in Lovecraft's 1924 short story, The Hound, Um, and and that was written in 1922 though its purported author the mad arab abdul al-hazrid hopefully i said that right had been quoted a year earlier in lovecraft's story the nameless city other authors such as august derleth and clark ashton smith also cited the necronomicon in their works lovecraft approved of other writers building on his work Uh, Many readers have believed it to be a real work with booksellers and librarians receiving many requests for it. (laughs) Pranksters have listed it in rare book catalogs and a student, this is, I guess, a true story, a student smuggled a card for it into the card catalog of the Yale University Library. (laughs) Uh, It doesn't say what year that was. Capitalizing on the notoriety of the fictional volume, real-life publishers have printed many books entitled Necronomicon since Lovecraft's death. Now, in the 1993 movie Necronomicon, The Book of the Dead, the character H.P. Lovecraft, he's a character in this movie, says that the Necronomicon holds secrets of the universe of past and future. Uh, that same year, 1993, Disney's Hocus Pocus movie came out, and it features a spell book, Winifred Sanderson's uh, spell book, which was said to be given to her by the devil himself, bound in human skin and containing the recipes for the most powerful and evil spells. The character Max tries to burn the book, but he can't because it's prote- the book is protected by magic. So that is my brief history of books of magic, magic books, spell books, Necronomicon, Book of the Dead, however you want to call it, grimoire. That's what we got.
1: Black magic. Black magic. I just got, I got a, I got a question in regards to some of that because did you find yourself when doing this research that uh you came across some serious like crazy things i, because did. I did
0: i did but i moved on quickly oh, because did? i didn't okay. want to get into like satanic cults and and things like that i wanted to keep it around what we are interested in and that is typically like these types of books in if you want to call it popular culture Uh, monster culture
1: i kind of went the direction of of uh more of the fantasy but i just thought it was crazy as i was looking stuff up um on powers and abilities that the necronomicon came up several times uh and how you know people use that for uh you know their own thing i i just was it was interesting as i was delving deeper and deeper into into the research i i looked at that and i I was like what the heck holy cow i mean there is like a huge whole story just on the necronomicon alone but for the means of of powers and abilities for a grimoire or a grimoire however you want to say it um it is a it is a french term or it is a french uh word for spell book or magic book, I think is is what they called it. And in, I, I also have some discrepancies from various places, even in the, the fantasy sort of environment, because this, this d- does exist in a lot of different games, and even like uh, manga or manga, however you want to say it, they, they have something called Black Clover, which is, I, I'm not 100% sure. I, I, I know it's a, it's, a, it's a book. I think they made it into some other, like, anime sort of looking things. Or maybe people will get upset because I said anime and it's, it's manga. Um, but all I, all I know is that uh, there, there's all sorts of references to this Black Clover thing. So I'm actually going to go over to that page that's on Fandom... Uh, for it because they did have some oh, good information yeah. on it, and none of this really over overshadows the stuff that you found on Wikipedia. But I just I'm gonna read a little bit from it. It's from BlackClover.Fandom.com, and it says a grimoire is a book that allows the user to cast specific spells that are far in advanced of their own natural magic uh, magical abilities. It's one of the primary sources of power of the magic knights and other mages. And in the description, it says, a grimoire. Grimoires are magical items that greatly enhance the user's abilities to use magic. They also serve as a written record for all the user's spells. Most of a Grimoire's pages are empty at first. As the Grimoire owner grows and develops as a person... The grimoire grows and develops with them and new magic. So it, it is a living to the book.
0: So that says right there, it's a living thing. Just like in Hocus Pocus, You know it has like a blinking eye and she talk, and Winifred talks to it. Like it's a living thing. So which it's qualifies thing it that, as a monster.
1: But, and even based off of what this is saying is it's almost like the book, the grimoire connects to the owner. Okay. It also says when it's in use, a grimoire levitates either in front, uh, in front of or beside its owner and follows the mage wherever they go. When the grimoire owner activates a spell, the pages in the grimoire turn on their own until it turns to the page containing the spell that the mage intends to use. Now you based off of this, as, as I go into, into this a little bit more, you basically, when you turn 15, you go through this, uh, annual grimoire acceptance ceremony. And that's when you could pick up your grimoire, uh, if you're going to be like a mage or something. And, and, it's funny cause they actually called out in here that it's in the month of March in order to receive their grimoire. That's when this annual huh. grimoire acceptance ceremony is done. Um, <clears throat> But after your fifteenth birthday, you could travel to any Grimoire Tower and receive your Grimoire individually at any time. Now here's the, the conflicting information from Black Clover to Pathfinder, because Pathfinder in the book, it actually claims that um or I'm sorry, in the blackclover dot fandom dot com it says that a grimoire's uh Hold on one sec, let me just make sure I, I have this right. Okay, so be, because the grimoire is connected to its owner, a mage cannot use another person's grimoire and a grimoire will disintegrate as the owner dies. So, in reference to Wait, powers and quick. abilities... real what the heck's ahead. a mage? Like a magician.
0: Oh, that's what it's wizard. called, a mage is a magician.
1: Yeah, they just call him a mage. Ah, okay. That's because you don't play a ton of video games or uh, <laughs> or watch uh, all this other. I feel like stuff, I've heard
0: but... it before, and maybe you've even said it before, but I just wasn't. Uh, it, it didn't. I didn't recall it.
1: Yeah. No. It's so, uh, in reference to this to this um, explanation, though, they're basically saying that a grimoire's powers are what you put into the grimoire. So a grimoire can not even be powerful at all because if if the user, the owner, doesn't put powerful spells in there, that book could probably suck. Um, But as they progress and get stronger and stronger in their studies, uh, you can have a very, very powerful grimoire full of spells that follow you around. Now, in the Pathfinder book... So uh, so before I go in there the big thing is is that it is it, a grimoire is as powerful as the owner is as the owner instills and and becomes more knowledgeable then your grimoire is going to be more powerful so take merlin the magician you know he's the best magician of all time well and, Marcello
0: the magician is
1: but Merlin's well, Merlo, pretty great too Well Merlin Marcello they're both in my opinion the top the top ones, um, they they have uh, probably the most powerful grimoires. And you're not going to do anything to them because th- you're not going to get anything more powerful than what they have. But they also say when the owner dies, all of the stuff that can, that's contained within there disintegrates. And on top of ah. it, uh, if it disintegrates with their owner, that means... If you can't use that grimoire because it's tied to an owner, that means you're never going to be able to use any of those spells because that that uh, that wizard or mage owns that. So uh, kind of in a weakness, you take the owner out, the grimoire becomes useless. Now, hmm. in the Pathfinder guide, they basically say that other people can use the grimoire. They also state that you could transfer your spells to another Grimoire. Um, and then they also say that the max capacity of a Grimoire is um, is 100 spells. But as I was digging more and more into this, I found that there's, there's a, a Grimoire in the Pathfinder series. I'm saying Grimoire quite a bit, so I'm going to try to not say it too much <laughs> but they have just in one case that's people weren't sure what more. we were
0: doing this episode on what's that just in case people weren't sure what this episode was yeah. that they're listening to or somebody's <laughs>
1: getting really mad because i keep mispronouncing it um <laughs> but you have all all- dang it why didn't you pronounce it, right? it right so the there's a bestiary of metamorphosis that's a, a particular type of, of grimoire in the Pathfinder series. The Book of Lingering Blaze, uh, the Endless Grimoire. I mean, you have like summoning books, storytelling books uh, that have different sorts of spells. I mean, there's like a whole list. If you go in, even in this uh, Black Clover fandom guide, at the very bottom of it, it just goes off on all these different types of spells that could be contained within it so So we'll
0: put we'll put a link in the show notes for that so people can further explore that
1: yeah and and i think i think so just to kind of summarize everything the power is whatever the owner bestows upon the book and the weakness of it is that well, when the owner—if the owner is not around—the book pretty much does nothing. You're you're not going to be able to open it. You're not going to be able to use it. You're not going to be able to do anything with it, unless he has some kind of protection on it. And then, the other thing is, if the owner dies, the book dies. Uh, and I think I'm going to go with that because I, I kind of like that weakness of that creature. In kind of doing other things when I was kind of digging a little bit more, I found that there was a, a game on Steam uh, that came out August 4th, 2017 called Grimoire. And they made this into a pretty like retro, cheesy sort of arcade-type game. It has mixed reviews. I, I don't know uh, if it's a good game. I haven't played it. It's 10 bucks. um but it said it took 20 years to make and has 600 hours of gameplay all of the stuff is hand hand painted graphics and it's a, a totally old school game with like the cheesy sort of sounds uh that the old old games used to make i think they were definitely going for for the retro arcade sort of deal but it's like a dungeon crawler sort of um action based rpg um game but it looks kind of cool i don't know if i'm going to get it but i just thought it was kind of fun you know looking to see if there was any games that had the grimoire title in it and then i also found there's a there's a board game on boardgamegeek.com called grimoire you could get it on amazon but there were various prices so you you have to buy it from a third-party uh but this looks fun too. I it's it's like a wizard's battle over um you know their magical grimoires and I, there's there's cards and and things that you play with and you're probably trying to get you know the best the best book and books probably contain the spells within it. It looks like it's it's 12 plus on the age. It's uh 2 to 5 players and it looks like playing time on average is about 30 minutes. So it'd be fun just to kind of go through that and and check it out uh, with a board game but that's kind of what I had for for my thoughts on this once again I I was excited about it I tried to keep this to a minimum as best as I could that's usually really hard uh, to do um, but this was neat I I, I want to emphasize you know books in general like Frankenstein meets the wolfman when oh, you know, right. Ron Cheney, goes you know lon chaney jr goes in or lawrence talbot goes up with frankenstein and he goes in and and the the daughter there of frankenstein finds that book uh the book book of life
0: uh, the book of the or the secrets of life and death i think it's called
1: and inside there contains all of the all of the works and the writings of Dr. Frankenstein and how he created it. So in a way it's not really considered a grimoire, but books in general, just for my excitement, contain knowledge that you could then use to do things or to be powerful or to come off as a intellect or whatever the case may be. And I love books. I read all the time. And I just thought that that's what made this even more exciting to me because of the, the referencing of a book that contains knowledge that makes you more powerful. Um, I don't know. That that was kind of where I was wanting to go with this. Nice. I put a spell on you.
0: Because of my Alright, cool. Well, some movies and TV shows um, that, uh, that have magic books. Uh, I mean, if you're going to get into magic books, you're going to have to check out a few good movies and TV shows just so you can prepare yourself for what to expect from the pages of a magic book. So, um, going back through some of the things I already mentioned, you have Hocus Pocus from 1993 starring Winifred Sanderson's spell book. You have the Evil Dead movies with the Necronomicon itself. Um, These movies include, but are not limited to, the original Evil Dead from 1981, Evil Dead 2 from 1987, Army of Darkness from 1992 with that classic scene. If you know the movie, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't or haven't seen the movie, then you should definitely check that out. Uh, then you have a movie about H.P. Lovecraft's fictitious discovery of the Necronomicon. This is a movie called Necronomicon Book of the Dead from 1993. It's not really that great. It's, um, it's like an anthology movie. He unearths this uh, Necronomicon, and he's like kind of uh, translating uh, three stories from the book into his notebooks. It's... Uh, uh, it's... Eh. It's worth checking out, maybe I guess, but uh, I wouldn't expect too much from it. And then I'm really surprised you didn't bring this up, Tom. But the Spiderwick Chronicles from 2008, oh, where you learn yeah. that a field guide about magic magical fairies holds secrets of evil. And then in 1994, you have the Pagemaster about three magical oh, books dang, that put. Yeah. A cowardly boy in a re- in real life adventures. So those are cool, or that, that is cool. that
1: movie. I gotta say, the Page Master is such a great movie. I, I I I need to watch that again. That that really was a yeah. good movie.
0: Spiderwick Chronicles is one that I've been wanting to kind of check out again too. Have you As read get, the books at all? I didn't. I didn't. Oh, there's you like, like a those there's a, like lot, a whole though, right?
1: boatload of books. On the spider at chronicles because the movie itself like takes all the books and combines it into one movie but i read all of them and and they're neat uh the books are 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 good the movie was well done in reference to the books but most people you know they have their own imagination so they always like you know the books better but they did a very good job on the movie as well
0: yeah maybe i'll check that out as we get closer to valentine's day because it has boggart's and if you uh, listen to this show, you know that Boggarts are a Valentine's monster. So, Look at what Also, don't think I forgot from 1984, a movie about a troubled boy who dives into a wondrous fantasy world through the pages of a mysterious book. It's the never ending story.
1: Never ending
0: story. Um, also, you have the Goosebumps movies Goosebumps from 2015 and Goosebumps 2, Haunted Halloween from 2018. Those movies are about books that have living monsters inside. Once opened, they are released. Those books have to be typed up using R.L. Stein's specific typewriter that creates magic monsters Um, and then if you want to uh, check out some TV series you've got uh, Tales from the Crypt between 1989 and 1996 those are comic book stories that come to life Tales from the Crypt Keeper cartoon between 1993 and 1999 those are actually I heard are all on YouTube Um, and I believe the third season is on Amazon Prime but if you, there's one particular episode, it is from season three, episode nine. It's called All Booked Up from 1999. And that one is kind of like the Pagemaster where a kid experiences the stories of books in real life. Um, and then you have The Creep Show on Shudder, uh, the horror streaming service. Um, that's from 2019 and it's still going. Um, And that's actually, that's another movie to check out, the original Creepshow film from 1982 and its sequels. All right, and if you are looking for a magical book or a Necronomicon for, I don't know, your coffee table, go to Etsy and type in Necronomicon or Book of the Dead, and there you're gonna find a ton of really cool prop books, and and who knows, maybe a real one, too. Um, And then check out uh, the Necronomicon prop book from Evil Dead 2 at Trick or Treat Studios. You ready for this, Tom? For the low, low price of (laughs) $119.99. And if you can't afford that, you can uh, get the Necronomicon enamel pin and that's 12 bucks. Um, and then one last thing, if you go on Etsy and type in Hocus Pocus book, there's a really cool spell book. It's, got, it's leather, it's got the eyeball, uh, but I'll put links for this stuff in the show notes so you guys can just go there, click on it, check it out, but it's all good stuff. Um, and if you're in Transylvania and you're looking for magic books, then you're gonna wanna go to the Gaslight Quarter of downtown Transylvania. Or, of course, Witch's Meadow, where you're going to be able to buy Spellbooks by the Baker's Dezen. Um And if you want to know a little bit more about the Gaslight Quarter, downtown Transylvania, Witch's Meadow, and all that, you're going to have to get our book, Transylvania Traveler, which is a guide to and through Transylvania. Um, and you can get that at jackolanternpress.com. All right, Tom, anything else before we call it a night?
1: Yeah, so I was gonna. I just sent you a text, and well, let's take. I look. wanted. I wanted to suggest something to people that wanted to create their own sort of magical book. Um, there's a Ooh, thing I found cool. on Amazon. It's a leather-bound book. It's like a journal. Um, it's by Nomad Crafts Company, and the description of it says it's a leather journal, vintage leather-bound journal handmade antique uh with like this the paper on the edges are are kind of messed up it almost looks like some ancient book it's a little expensive don't get me wrong but it looks like they put a lot of time into making this look like an ancient sort of sort of guide and you could get it and write your own ideas and things in it uh, to start your own magic, your own book. spells. Yeah, I thought it was neat. Very cool. All right, cool. Anything else, Tom?
0: No, I think that'll do it. All right. Well, I think we can close the book on this Monster Monday. Music from this evening's show include the following: the prologue from 1992's Army of Darkness by Joseph leduca Black Magic by Jericho Jones from 1959. The main title from Hocus Pocus by John Debney from 1993, I Put a Spell on You by Screamin' Jay Hawkins from 1956, and Welcome to Creep Show by John Harrison from 1982. And that is going to do it for this episode of the Jack-O-Lantern Press podcast. For more about the Monster Universe and the monster revolution that's upon us, go to jackolanternpress.com. There you'll also find our book, Transylvania Traveler, which, as I said earlier, is a humorous travel guide to and through the Monster Universe. And you can call our pumpkin hotline and leave us a message with any questions, suggestions, or your impressions of the show at 323 323- 761 0276. If you enjoy the show, please give us a rating and a review. It's a big help for the podcast, and we'd greatly appreciate it. As always, thank you for joining us, and we'll meet up again soon in the Pumpkin Patch.